0: I hope they laugh. I hope they enjoy it. I hope that they get inspired by this to say, wow, like I can't believe you know someone made this. I could, I could maybe do something like this. You know, I hope that it opens up their curiosity to AI. The whole purpose, again, is just to showcase the art form, showcase the artist. I hope that they learn more about the artists. You know, every scene uh, at the beginning of each scene is gonna have the artist's name so that like they can know more about the artist if they want, because again, it's all about the community, it's all about the artist. So I hope that it opens up doors for all of the artists.
1: For our last episode of 2023, we have a special holiday edition of Creativity Squared, featuring the amazing minds behind our T2 remake, which is one of the first full-length feature films created using only artificial intelligence. You're in for a treat to hear the making of this innovative Terminator 2 parody that flips the script on AI. Instead of destroying the world, our T2 remake showcases how AI can empower artists, open a new genre of filmmaking, and reimagine what's possible with human creativity powered by AI tools. Join today's conversation with the film's executive producers, Nim Perez and Sway Molina, and another AI artist, Ben Nash, who's also a previous Creativity Squared guest. Nim and Sway collaborated with 50 of the best AI video artists from around the world to bring this film to life. Our T2 remake reimagines the classic film through the creation of 50 unique original works, each lasting three to four minutes. This experimental film, which has no affiliation with the Terminator franchise or its creators, celebrates the AI artist community by showcasing each artist's own unique style for each of their scenes. With backgrounds spanning film, technology, art, and music, Nim, Sway, and Ben are multi-talented creators, leading innovation across the creative industries and are breaking the conventions of what it means to be filmmakers. Nim, who is based in LA, is an award-winning filmmaker and founder of the AI startup called StoryBlocker. Sway, who is of Latin American descent, works in Miami as an actor and filmmaker using generative AI in his humor-driven narratives, And Ben is a Cincinnati-based full-stack creator who blends design, code, industrial arts, and music into cutting-edge digital products. Ben teased this project in his Creativity Squared interview, and I couldn't have been more excited to connect with Nim and Sway through Ben to learn more about this exciting project at the forefront of AI filmmaking. In today's episode, you'll hear how they are using artificial intelligence as a tool, a creative outlet, and a form of self-expression. You'll get a behind-the-scenes look at the making of our T2 remake, including their innovative Discord workflows, and what message these artists have for Hollywood. They just wrapped principal photography and are aiming to announce when the film will be released very soon, so follow them online to learn how to watch it this holiday season. For Creativity Squared, this is Hasta La Vista until February 2024. Just as the T-800 saves humanity in Terminator 2, this remake demonstrates AI unleashing creativity, not destruction. Enjoy. But have you ever thought, what if this is all? Welcome to Creativity Squared. Discover how creatives are collaborating with artificial intelligence in your inbox, on YouTube, and on your preferred podcast platform. Hi, I'm Helen Todd, your host, and I'm so excited to have you join the weekly conversations I'm having with amazing pioneers in the space. The intention of these conversations is to ignite our collective imagination at the intersection of AI and creativity to envision a world where artists thrive. Well, Nim, Sway, and Ben, welcome to Creativity Squared. It is so great having you on the show today.
0: Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you, Helen. Yeah, thanks, Helen. Hi.
1: Well, Ben is a repeat. You're actually our first guest who's been on Creativity Squared uh, twice. And, uh, I heard about Nim and Sway through Ben, and so excited to have you all on the show. Ben and I know each other from the Cincy AI meetup here in Cincinnati that I co-host with Kendra Ramirez, and he got up on stage and talked about all of his amazing AI artwork and video and talked about this Terminator 2 uh, parody, Um, and it's been such a pleasure getting in touch and to know you, Nim and Sway. Uh, But for those who don't know you, can we do a quick round of introductions um, and Nim, uh, you're first on my screen, so I'll punt it to you.
0: Yeah, thank you. So my name's Nem Perez, uh, originally from Chicago, born and raised. Currently living in Los Angeles. I am a commercial film director, and I'm the one of the executive producers of our T2 remake.
2: Hi everyone, my name is Sway Molina. I'm from Miami, Florida. Born in LA, r- practically raised in Miami. Don't know how long I'm gonna stay here for. I'm planning to move. So. We'll see how that goes. I'm I'm a filmmaker. I'm an artist. I, I love I do a little bit of everything. And, uh, um, and I'm also one of the executive producers for our two remake. And I'm so excited to be here and just to share with you all our stories and our project.
1: Amazing. It's so great to have you here. And Ben, I know you've been on the show before, but let's get your elevator pitch again.
3: Yeah, how's it going? Uh, my name's Ben Nash. I'm local to Cincinnati now, and also coincidentally lived in LA for a little bit. Um, most of my adult life was out in California, San Francisco area. Um, designer and web developer is uh, my day job, and then uh, I picked up AI art about a year ago and haven't stopped. It's been my passion ever since. And uh, I got uh, introduced to these guys on X and uh, became friends, and a am part of the Our T2 Remake project, and it's been a, a fun project to be a part of.
1: Well, and this is the last episode that we're doing of 2023, and for our, our listeners and viewers, we won't actually be back until February. We're taking uh, January off. Um, but still sign up for the newsletter because we'll still be publishing the newsletter. Uh, but this is a special edition interview. This is the first one where we have a panel on and also a great teaser for the film that they've been working on. So why don't we dive into our T2 remake and kind of tell us like the origins of it. How did it start? Because it seemed to happen really quickly from, from my side of things. So uh, dive in uh, on the, the origins of the project.
0: Sway, you want me to take it away? Yeah, take it away. Cool. So actually I I came I came up with this while I was on vacation. And I was actually thinking about this the other day because I have this pattern where like I'm always coming up with ideas while I'm on vacation. So I was I was on a beach <laughs> and I had this crazy idea. It was actually like inspired by watching the community. You know, like I was really heavily involved in this AI community that was just booming. And, you know, every day it would be like another artist showcasing their amazing talent in the AI space, right? And I was like, this is incredible. Like, what, what can we all do together, you know? And, and then I, I was also inspired by Sway, who had his own uh, community that he was um, uh, curating on, on Discord, right? So th- it was like th- putting those two things together. And I remember this film that came out uh, ten years ago, called our RoboCop remake, where essentially a bunch of filmmakers got together and they recreated the movie RoboCop as a parody, you know, in their own style and their own vision, rewriting the whole film. And so all of those things came together. And I immediately c- contacted Sway, and I was like, Sway, what do you what do you think of this? Is this a good idea? Like, can we do this? And and then yeah, that the rest is you know, as, as they say, the rest is history. So swear so you want to add anything to that i don't know like is that is that accurate
2: <laughs> yeah that's that's very accurate and um just to add a little bit of context of, of the relationship between them and i um we are we're, we're about about a year ago about a year and a half ago we started working on a project that nem was uh, a commercial that nem was directing he brought me on board as one of the lead actors and um that that was an amazing experience so months months later this whole ai craze right started taking over the internet and i'm like what's going on i need to be part of it um i've always loved twitter and when when ai came in we you you started i started to notice and many people started to notice the shift right the shift of the climate inside of of twitter it wasn't that toxic crazy twitter anymore it's very it was very creative very like internet in the 90s kind of type of thing and uh I wanted to learn. And the first person I reached out to was like, Nem, I see you're doing all this AI stuff. Please lead me, show me. And he was like, yeah, yeah go check out Mid Journey. And like, to me, that was just like, yeah, go learn Chinese. Um, I'm like, okay, I didn't know what to do. I had no idea what Discord was, what anything AI, generative AI was, whatever. So I just went head first. And I saw that one of you know, one of uh, the early AI influencers was Ben Nash. I'm like, Yeah, let me follow this guy. I love everything he does. And uh, I connected with him and with a lot of creative, uh, creative artists in the AI space. And the rest is just history. And now now I'm familiar with AI. Now I'm familiar with discord. Now I'm nurturing my own community and and connecting with so many people. And I'm just impressed by the technology right while other there's another group of people who are fearing ai we're embracing it and we're just seeing the power and how it's just bringing everyone together and ultimately that's what the rt2 remake is all about is just collaborating and bringing creators together and now that we're close to finishing this film is just like it it just kind of just puts a stamp on it you know
1: i love that and i love that Twitter, now known as X, although I still like to refer to it as Twitter. (laughs) It brings back the old Twitter days. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's such like a a hub of community building and activity for you all. Uh, But I guess, uh, Nim, when you first had the idea and Sway, when you were first talking about it, where, did you contemplate, like, let's just the two of us make it? Or was it always, like, uh, let's get as many people who can be part of it as possible? Because you, you have a lot of artists working on the project now.
0: That was always the goal. The goal was always to bring uh, a bunch of creators together to do this uh, together. Because it, it was all about the community from the beginning. It was all about showcasing the artists that are in the space that... I was seeing on Twitter or X, um, really, you know, um, just like blowing me away with their talents, you know? So it was always about the community. Mm -hmm.
1: And, and when did this idea come? Cause I think you put out the call like August, September, and the timeline was super fast. I know Ben shared in our interview that I think he had three weeks for a scene. So walk, walk us through, like once the idea came together, like what happened after that?
0: Yeah. So Sway, what was it like? August, I, I called Sway like mid-August. Yeah, That's when I was in, on vacation. And then I created the website actually while I was on vacation. Uh, you know, I'm pretty decent with Webflow. So I like, I just mocked up a quick website. Um, and then I don't know, Sway, re- remind, recall, I, my, my memory is a little blurry. So like it was August and then we started like you. You started emailing people right after that. Right? I started, started emailing
2: right. Yeah. I I started. I started because uh, because the way we approached this, this project. Yeah, we wanted to make a statement with with the film, and but we also wanted to make it an opportunity for for the artists that we really weren't connected with. So we kind of went half and half. We hit, did some hand selection, and we also of did like a whole okay if you're interested just send us your email share share with us your work and we kind of auditioned people that way so um so, w- ironically enough we were both out of town you you were you were somewhere international i was like in new york and we were having these calls right which is like I, I remember clearly all these calls were like lagging because of how like far away we were from each other um so yeah we just practically just planned it formed a discord community um and just pretty much started I started reaching out to every single person that I knew in the AI space. And mind you, I started, I started diving into AI around June. So about to make six months, you know, with uh, creating with generative AI. And, and that's a lot of people's uh, history as well with AI, you know, no more than a year. So, um, yeah, it's a bit blurred, but I, we
0: definitely initiated somewhere around October, right? Yeah, so Swayze, Sway's been he's been like the community I guess I don't we never assigned any roles but like sway has always been the one that has been like the community outreach community organizer like you know he's the one that's like putting bringing everyone together honestly and you know wouldn't obviously this wouldn't be possible without him. but so um, yeah and then we had we had our kickoff call I think it was like late September, right like the last week of September I want to say is one okay we we had all of our artists essentially for the most part and then we all had a zoom call international zoom call it was great people from germany from japan from australia and that was our like our initial kickoff call where we all got together you know um, we all me and Sway discussed the details of the project and then we opened it up to the floor um, to have a Q&A and everyone got to ask their questions so that happened in last week of september
3: yeah, that call was amazing. It was the first time you know I, I came on as an artist to uh, make video, and um, you know, first of all, I had imposter syndrome. I couldn't believe I was a part of such a big project, and and I think everybody in the group too. We had forty some people in the call, and it was the first time most of us had seen any other person's faces and heard each other's voices. We'd all had been friends online, but. So that was, it was one of the most magical moments I've ever had on the internet ever um, was this call alone. And it was about an hour long and we were all glowing. You know, you could tell we were all just happy and smiling and, and it, it worked. It, it really did. It, it brought us all together, put us on the same page. Your agenda was nailed and, and we went from there. And yeah, I think that was the last week in September. And what was the next step? I think we picked our scenes the following week and then the following week we started. Is that what happened?
0: Yeah, the call was on a Friday, and everyone um, had a chance to look over all the scenes over the weekend so that they can decide what to pick. All the scenes were numbered, um, 1 through 50, and on Monday, what I, what I did was I set up a web store. It was basically a web store uh, where people can go on there, and then they can click their scene and then purchase it for free. And after purchasing and that essentially secured their scene. So that that took care of like if two people wanted a scene, it was like basically the first one to buy it gets it. And it was actually really exciting because it was almost like a sneaker drop or like, you know, this thing comes out, this really exclusive thing, and you want to like get on there first thing in the morning. So um, yeah, like I think it was like 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. I like dropped the link on Discord and I said, okay, go, go, go. And then I put out a newsletter at the same time. And it was really interesting looking at my inbox because it was just like all these purchases coming through, you know, so that it was like, I was a little like nervous actually, because I wasn't sure if it was going to work, you know, I was scared that like the website was going to crash or like, I was going to get emails of like people like upset that they couldn't, you know, buy their thing. But like, actually from what I saw, everyone was like really excited about that whole process. So I'm really happy that that worked out. Yeah, I got my scene. <laughs>
1: And, and you have um, 50 artists, right? So the, the original idea was one scene per artist. Um, you know, uh, and aside from Ben and you uh, both uh, contributing a scene, can you tell us a little bit of some of the other artists? Are they all AI artists? Are there any traditional videographers that have transferred over to AI, AI video? So tell, tell us a, a little bit more about the, the other artists involved in the project too.
2: We have people from all sorts of backgrounds. Um, we have we have graphic designers. We have directors. We have producers and. And what, what one of the funny things about this and what you'll notice and if, if you're if you ever invest some time in the AI space a lot of people hide behind avatars because they're so involved in the industry and then and this, since AI is such a touchy subject but they're still curious to try and they actually embrace the technology they do have to hide behind these identities and we do have those kind of people there uh, in part of our community doing it producing amazing amazing things so people from all sorts of backgrounds we have painters designers people who have absolutely no creative background we just started picking up things as as you know because what the beautiful thing about the discord is we it was it was collaborative too so anyone who needed help who needed a resource who needed to be pointed out to a specific service we, we did that as well so it was a learning experience we all celebrated each other's wins we helped each other whenever we needed the help really bad and
0: um Yeah, I want to get to the Discord part later, but like the way that we set up the Discord server, it's really cool. Like I've never seen a movie being produced like this, but to go back to this question, um, we actually have some people that have created their whole scene entirely in 3D. We have one artist who he actually didn't use AI. He like created his whole scene with I think it was Unity or Blender maybe um blender yeah so he created his whole scene in 3d with blender and then we have other artists that essentially shot their whole scene but then like they ran like a gen 1 filter over it so that it looked like whatever character they wanted to represent personally i did that so i shot all of my scenes recording myself against green screen and then i'm animating everything with after effects so i'm doing traditional animation um, and I'm just using AI to generate the assets. Um, so yeah, we've got all kinds of all kinds of people, and and also to like to just uh, clarify, it's 45 scenes, four movie posters because we wanted to represent all all mediums of AI. And some AI artists they only do still images, just like traditional art, right? So there's four artists that are only doing stills. And then we have one uh, slot assigned for the trailer, you know, and then we have another artist who isn't really part of the official roster, but we have a composer who's composing the music as well.
1: And, and it seemed like a pretty tight turnaround time too, if I remember Ben saying like three weeks for the one scene. So Ben, can you kind of walk us through that experience of cranking out a scene that quickly?
3: Yeah, so my scene, uh, scene eight, I believe, was uh, about two and a half minutes, maybe 240. Um, And, you know, before working on this project, I I got my processes pretty dialed in to where I I, I noticed it takes me about an hour to create one minute of video, whether that be a music video or a short story. Um, And that's pretty fast and phenomenal there. But in this case, I've never tried to recreate uh, now, again, this is a parody, and it didn't need to be a one-to-one recreation of the film. But uh, there was my scenes was actually three scenes. And all three scenes had a, a big challenge that I took upon myself that I wanted to recreate. So I've never uh, purposely tried to recreate something like that exactly. And so I, I ended up spending about 40 hours on the, the two and a half, 240 minutes. Um, so a whole week of time went into it. And again, that was... I think the original window was actually two weeks. And then after the first week, I think you guys extended it another one. And um, yeah, I, I got my 4k video posted the, 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 the soft deadline date. And uh, it was uh, fun to cross that finish line when I did. Um, and I, in particular used about uh, geez, probably 10 different AI tools all in all to get that thing done. And um, again, Push the boundaries of what I've ever done. And, and, you know, I actually learned a lot about film, uh, as well. Or not a lot, but some things. I learned the, the concept of a rack focused where, where something in the foreground is focused and then it shifts to the background and back and forth. That was a new term for me. And I realized then again that, you know, I'm a complete newbie at creating film. So it was a good project to learn from as well.
1: And the point of the film is to showcase all the different capabilities of AI. Um, and it seems like each scene really the, did the artists get to completely choose the style of how they wanted to recreate the scene. Okay, everyone's or uh, nodding their heads. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> for, yeah, there were those complete the liberties.
2: Full creative freedom. Yeah, yeah.
0: full creative freedom.
2: Yes. Yeah, so uh, when when you when you get the chance to see the film, You'll, each scene, the way that it'll progress, it'll, it'll jump from different styles, right? Style, it could be a 2D, it could be 3D, it could be, you know, uh, it could have a pain, painter effect. It could be anything, anything. And that that's the, the beauty about AI. So, like, when the, the, and Ben mentioned it, so the way that, that we approach each scene is that it, we didn't go word, you know, for, by word, for word, right? We, we. It's supposed to be a parody. It's supposed to be like a reinterpretation of the scene, but yet still have the same narrative, right? The, the same progression of the film. So it could feel like, okay, it's cohesive. Like it's part of this one big, big thing. But um, it's still chaotic. It's still inspirational. It's, 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 a, it's a little bit, it's, it's a madness when you see it. Uh, but it's very inspiring, you know, because again, the, the goal is to showcase, you know, what AI can do and uh, what everyone was capable of doing you know, with AI, with little experience, with a lot of experience. So,
1: and at any point in time, did you think of doing a parody of a different film or was it always Terminator 2? Like, this is the one and we have to recreate it. And if so, walk me through the thought process on the film selection.
0: Yeah. So I chose Terminator 2 because with this film, we wanted to make a statement, right? And the general public, Hollywood, whatever, you know, has pretty negative, uh, you know, thoughts of, about AI, right? And wh- it, I've gone to a bunch of conferences about AI, and they always talk about Terminator. They're like, Terminator is going to happen, Skynet is going to take over, AI is evil, right? And what I've been seeing in the community is the complete opposite, right? I've been seeing nothing but great things from artists. So... With this film, we're trying to use this movie and use that to flip the script, essentially, and show, look, AI is a beautiful thing. Look at the community that it's brought together and look at the laughs that you're going to get from this movie. You know, um, something that people often forget about Terminator 2 is that AI actually saved John Connor, right? Like the T-800 was the good AI. So, you know, we're trying to really highlight that uh, with this movie, and I think that you know it was a perfect platform to do that with, and um, yeah, it was always Terminator Two from from the very beginning.
2: And when you look at the film uh, Terminator Two, and you and you study the the the, the change, right? That Sarah Connor, the tra- her transformation, right? She's becoming the thing that she hates, right? And and if you pay attention, a lot of people that do fear AI they're becoming the thing that they're hating you know so um you see a lot of that on x as well It's not you know rainbows and, uh, and when, when you when you're in the ai community you have those traditional artists who, who are really anti-ai really hating on people calling ai artists not artists and uh, you know essentially becoming that that thing while. It was, well we should be open right we should be open to to this kind of technology and just accept it and and evolve with it so uh, t2 is is perfect it's a perfect example for for what's happening in today's climate
1: I know I've uh, started a presentation before of, you know, when you hear AI, do you think Terminator, you know, the more dystopian or the more utopian film, her? And someone came up to me after the film, um, is her really that utopian? <laughs> I was like, well, there's not really that many positive AI stories. And actually, Joanna Penier Bickley, who was on the show before, was like, we actually need more positive AI stories out there because. All of them are these doomsday, dystopian, um, AI is going to destroy the world type things. So um, your film is a breath of fresh air in, in that regard.
0: It's a good point. Um, on yeah, it's that a really good point. Yeah. We need more positive AI films for sure.
1: And I would say her is positive-ish, but not really the the most positive uh, on the planet. Oh.
0: <laughs> the creator was actually pretty good. The creator was about AI and the trailer makes it out to look like, you know, AI is the bad thing, the bad guy. But actually it was like human humans who were the bad guy the whole time. So that was like the the whole thing of the movie.
1: So a tight deadline 50 artists a parody where everyone takes the scene it seems like there could be a lot of challenges with this type of project but can you kind of talk through maybe some of the biggest challenges but also maybe some of the biggest surprises too maybe some unexpected things with the ai artists or i'd love to kind of hear more about uh, the messy middle of the project
0: oh yeah so we learned so much actually I would say that on, on top of this film being a statement for AI, it's also a really good case study for Hollywood to, to look at and say, can AI actually take over Hollywood, right? Like, is it really that easy? And the answer is no. It's actually still very hard to make a movie with AI. And we learned that with this project, you know, like there's not a single artist in our group that said that this was a breeze. Every single one of them, even Ben today said it was like a challenge, right? He spent a lot of time, how even it was easier, right? Easier, but it was not easy. And it was definitely more affordable, which is great, right? Because Hollywood and filmmaking is this thing, you know, again, I am a traditional film director. I've worked on a bunch of commercials for Disney, million dollar commercials. You know, I've done a lot of music videos and such and filmmaking is a very expensive process, right? It's, it has this barrier of entry that not a lot of people can get past. You know, you need to know people, you need to have this, 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 um, AI is just taking all that away. And it's just getting to the core of just imagination and vision. Right. Um, But still, even even with that, it takes a lot of craft um, to make something that's good. Essentially, all these AI tools are doing is giving you all the pieces that you need to make a film. But it's like how you put those pieces together that make all the difference in the world, right? Um, We've had a lot of artists drop out. They they just said they couldn't do it. Um, Most of them were like a little inexperienced. It's funny because like I talk to people and they go, okay, so I just press a button and the movie comes out, right? That's how it works. And I think that a lot of these people that were coming in who were like inexperienced thought that that was gonna be the case. They thought that they would just go in, go on runway, type in Terminator movie, and then out would come out what they wanted. And like, no, that's not the case. So I definitely invite Hollywood to come look at this film and see that it's. it took a lot of time. Yeah, the, the deadline was initially two weeks. Uh, we extended it to three weeks. And it's been now a month and a half, two months, and we're still working on a project because we're starting to realize that it's it's actually a lot more difficult than than we initially thought to, to make a full feature film um, with no, rec- no money. Essentially, we're doing this for no money. It's a non-commercial project, right? So yeah, we learned a lot with this project. And um, we invented some new workflows, which is the Discord, you know, uh, which Sway can get into, which essentially every artist has their own channel where they can present and showcase behind the scenes of the film. So every time they are progressing, you can go into, you can click on Scene 20 and see what Scene 20 is doing for today. And then you, it's, you could ask them questions. Hey, how did you do this, Scene 20? Uh, and then you can go through each scene. And just check in on all the progress, you know. So, you know, there were certain rooms that were completely empty from the very beginning, <laughs> uh, and it's like, hey, how are you guys doing? Like, is everything okay? And then, you know, hey, sorry, I can't do this. It's a lot harder, you know. Um, so, we definitely learned a lot. We're still learning a lot. I mean, we haven't compiled the finished movie, and I'm sure that once we do that, we're gonna we're gonna go um, we're gonna learn a lot from that process as well.
1: That's very cool about the discord. I've never heard that being used like that, but I would imagine not only is it like um, such a great insight into people's progress, but also motivation, like, Oh, she seen so-and-so Definitely. like is working. I need to. Yeah. We, <laughs> we have that.
2: to remember that, that <laughs> all these people are everyone involved. They're volunteering. Right. So we can't demand much, right. They're not being getting paid. So the most we could do is just inspire them, give them a space where, where there could be some sort of accountability, it could be motivation and and just kind of like keep, be be that cheerleader at least in the beginning first 34 weeks that i was that cheerleader me and now like yeah keep going keep going so people were sharing their two three second clip all the progresses that they made you know when they stylized their film and pass it through this ai generator, to this ai generator and just it 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 was like ben said earlier it was a really beautiful thing to experience and in the beginning just to see the collaboration and how helpful everyone was and how intimate it was um and another challenge that that um that people face was like this is a parody this is comedy you have to think in terms of comedy you're gonna have to try to be funny and ai pra- practically is doing the work for us because like Nem said when you watch this film was like okay it's not it's really not ready for hollywood but you can see the potential right but when you see the film like this is kind of comical just by watching you know, how this face looks all contorted. I'm like, yeah, it's trying, it's trying. And that's funny. And, and when you add that element of story, and I think this was the big takeaway, right? That AI works when there's a story involved, right? When there's no story, it's just, cause everyone is so used to it. And it's still till today in the, in the X community, everyone is just used to throwing in their little experiments and stuff like that with like the lack of story. But when you add a, a storyline, it has substance you kind of you kind of forgive it's like watching a black and white movie right for those who don't like watching black and white movies when you see that the story is kind of interesting and you're involved you forget you forget about colors or when you watch that uh 1960s documentaries you forget about the film grain and how poor the quality looks because it's so you're so immersed in it so that's what that's what you experience when you watch this film and um You'll you'll see you it has that storyline, you'll be immersed, you'll see the potential, and and I think you'll find it funny and hilarious, you know. Um mine was hilarious, I I think. Uh, but I have a comedic background, so that came easy to me. And uh and just to 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 hammer on what what Nam said in the beginning is like when when we first started auditioning people and they started showing us our their work. You know, I followed up with a question, yeah, but do you know how to edit to sound, to music, to dialogue? Do you know framing? Do you know cinematography? So you still had to have or learn on the job, uh, you know, the cinematography language, you know, filmic language. So I think that was also a challenge for some and something great for those who didn't know.
3: One of the funny parts about mine was, uh, and again, this was, I had some unintentional funny parts that I was laughing my butt off at was... Really, it came down to the audio. Um, One of my scenes was when Sarah Connor is in the mental institute, and she reaches across the table and and chokes the the head doctor there. And... And just adding the sound effects to that scene was was ridiculous. I mean, it you know, I, I had to find some voices. And I cre- actually, I created an AI voice for Sarah Connor and had her scream a little bit. And it just sounded so funny. So, yeah, putting it all into the AI context of this is, you know, cartoony and, and not... Not you know not the best voice acting going on it added a whole nother element of humor to mine. I I thought that was probably the funniest part, just the the bad act bad voice acting. To be honest, so it 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 is a, a hilarious piece. The trailer it cracks me up every time I see it.
1: Yeah, and I'll, I'll be sure to put the trailer on the dedicated blog post that goes with this interview and definitely uh, when it launches, um, where people can watch it in theaters and how they can watch it streaming online as well, which is very exciting. And it might be too soon to ask this question, but do you have any updates on the streaming release or?
0: No, no dates set yet. But, um, you know, I think that once this movie is finished, The plan is to stream it um, and then premiere it, um, do maybe like a one night uh, premiere at a a movie theater, maybe multiple movie theaters. We have such a global audience for this. um, A lot of our artists are all over the world. So it'd be kind of cool if we did a live stream uh, simulcast, you know, it'd be kind of fun so that we all watch at the same time and we could all comment together. So I was thinking maybe like a Twitch live stream or like a YouTube live stream or something would be really fun um, so that this that's this streams and we all watch it together, you know, and then maybe at the same time we show it at a movie theater. So I think I'm, I'm kind of liking that idea, but nothing set in stone yet because the movie hasn't been finished yet. So.
1: Anxiously awaiting for the final. Uh, just based on the the trailer, it looks very cool. And Ben and I have talked here in Cincinnati uh, to potentially host a screening here, but definitely we'll be uh, yeah, streaming it with you all. And this is like the first that you all know of the first like full length feature film generated by AI, is that correct?
0: I thought it was. Actually, it's funny because, you know, when we started promoting this, I had it on the website, like the the first AI full feature film. And I guess some guy had made a movie like a while ago and he like personally hit me up. He was really offended by that. He's like, how dare you? (laughs) He's like, I did this a long time ago. I made a full feature AI. So
1: like the second or third-ish. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I will say ours is, no offense to that guy, but ours is so unique and so special. Um, And unlike anything else, really first of its kind, we could say that it is a first of its kind. There's nothing else like this, right? Um, but also like during the Venice Film Festival, Harmony Corinne did premiere a, an AI feature film, you know, but, um, you know, it's not a race, you know, I think that it's really just about the community and there's nothing else out there that's representing the community like this film. So.
1: That's cool. And, and you've said, and you can see by the trailer, that it is somewhat experimental with all the different scenes being in different styles by the different artists that were given full freedom, which I love that you gave them full freedom. Uh, what, what is your hope as people are watching this film that they take away from, or like the experience? What do you hope that the experience is for people in the audience?
0: I hope they laugh. I hope they enjoy it. I hope that they get inspired by this to say, wow, like, I can't believe, you know, someone made this. I could, I could maybe do something like this. You know, I hope that it opens up their curiosity to AI. The whole purpose, again, is just to showcase the art form, showcase the artist. I hope that they learn more about the artists. You know, every scene uh, at the beginning of each scene is going to have the artist's name so that, like, they can know more about the artist if they want, because, again, it's all about the community, it's all about the artist. So, I hope that it opens up doors for all of the artists, you know. Yes, yeah, wait. What do you what do you think? Like, what do you what do you want out of this?
2: So, I mean, yeah, de- I definitely want. I it bo- it, to me, it's always been about the artist. It's, it's always about it's always been about showcasing them. So, when you watch a Marvel film or Disney film or any film that's like heavily stylized uh, with heavy visual effects, the the people involved they're the last ones for you to know about right like no one stays to watch the the or at least read the names of of the end credits of the people that are involved in these departments and these visual effect departments and here we're doing the opposite you know you visit rt2 remake these are the first people you see these are the people that we want to highlight and for you to learn right on the website uh for you to learn about um and 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 i will encourage you know after watching the film go see what what other works that they're doing because now like this is the scenes are scenes that we did now what two months ago and the way that ai is evolving in is at an incredible speed now we're in the stage where people are doing 3d and motion capture v- via AI. the it camera control is insane it's insane so um by the time you watch this film that artist is going to be like operating in a 10x level so uh yeah
3: and yeah that's that's exactly what happened to me already you know as soon as i finished my scene that was about the same time that the first cincinnati ai uh, meetup happened and you know i i, I gave a brief intro to uh, my history and then i ended with uh, telling 110 people or so about this project and as soon as it was over I had five, six, seven people surround me to ask, "Whoa, tell me more! Tell me more!" Was, you know, I felt like a, a superstar. It was, it had already just that day changed my life, and it, it's, uh, it's, yeah, and yeah. I mean, it really did happen. It was, it was hilarious. I couldn't believe it. I've never had a crowd of people want to talk to me about a project. Um, and, but what people get out of this, I, I you said it first, nem. I think people are going to laugh and that's, that's all I want too, is because it, it, it is everything I've seen is hilarious. And, and if, if I can be a part of a, a film that makes people laugh, that makes me happy.
1: Well, hopefully it will come out around Christmas, before, right after. So for all of the, um, the holiday movie going, definitely add this to your list. And this is kind of a special episode. We'll call this the holiday movie episode. And maybe every year we'll end with a movie showcase. But Thinking about that, I mean the technology has always has already changed so much and so fast from when you started this project. Could you imagine where it will be this time next year? <laughs>
0: Maybe we'll do a sequel. Terminating yeah, three have years. To. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well what were um were there any scenes or any aspects where you're like wow like i did i didn't even know ai could do that i know ben you said that you really pushed yourself to learn a new scene so maybe you could share about that but i'm I'm curious about any of the surprises of um for each of you um about a scene that might have stood out of like oh i didn't know that was possible or how did this artist do this or yeah, I'm just kind of curious some reactions for certain scenes as, you know, going into it that we can uh, watch out for.
3: Well, let me talk about my, one of my challenges scene, challenging scenes. And then also I want to mention us someone else's that I really liked. Um, the opening part, my, my scene was really three scenes and the opening scene was, uh, in the original movie, it was a one take for about 35 seconds long, a single take with all the actors uh, choreographed and the camera going around in the room. And I, I honestly didn't notice that until after I chose it. And, and then I said, oh, boy, how am I going to do this? So um, that was that was my challenge that I was impressed with my solution because it was a weird... not you know recreating a one take scene in ai where you can generally just generate a few seconds of video is definitely a challenge so that one I, i was impressed with the final results it's it's not as impressive as the real life one take but impressive in its own right but my favorite scene that impressed me that stood out the most is one that's completely out there it's a um I can't recall the artist now, but it's the eight bit video game version of it, which is, you, you know the ones I'm talking about swaying them? Yeah. That one just cracked yeah. me up. That one's completely different and not expected at all. I did not expect anything like that. And sure enough, and, and there's a lot of unexpected scenes for sure, but that one is one that stands out to me.
0: Yeah. I am familiar with that one. Um, I'll say that, uh, there was a scene I don't remember the artist uh, apologies but it is it, it was like a um, like a 90s sitcom where and it had like a theme song and everything it's in a trailer so you'll see it's sort of like a family Matters style uh, Terminator scene with like an opening title sequence and everything and I was really impressed because I don't know how I still don't know how to do AI music and AI but they they did a whole theme song. You know a whole title sequence and then it, it was basically it had a laugh track which i loved you know um there was someone else that did the saturday morning cartoon but like that that kind of creativity like i, I really lo- enjoyed that so that was really cool to see like that someone just like went all out making a theme song and and all of this so yeah that was that was one of my favorites
2: yeah to me it'll be i think it was able able art he goes by able art Oh, yeah. Um, just that
0: one's <laughs> next level. Is that the one that's, like, meta? The one that, like, it takes... It, it, it goes, like, third?
2: <laughs> yeah. It
0: goes, uh, third yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It right. breaks the third wall. breaks the third wall. Yeah, essentially, he, yeah. He, yeah, yeah, he did a great good. job, and yeah. he just
2: has a way of... Uh, he, he's, a creative, he's a creative He's guy. He's so good. Abel's and so good, yeah. Yeah, if you watch his stuff on, on X, and I don't know if this is something that he... I can't remember now if this is something that he did for his scene, but how he's able to... Just turned boxes, right, like cardboard boxes, into and and just stylized them using AI into actual things, you know, a shotgun, a house, uh, whatever, and it's believable, you know, in a way. Uh, yeah, he's a very creative dude, and a lot of people did that. Um, uh, we have Max also, who's a who's a producer. He can He challenged himself to do some acting as well. He did a, a scene inside his car, and he turned himself into into uh, John Connor. Yeah, so. Really impressive what, what people did with it. There's music, there's different styles. There's 2D, there's 3D, there's 8-bit, there's uh, it. Nam is working on a fighting Mortal Kombat style. This is something I haven't mentioned. I turned my uh, T-1000, uh, my T-800, sorry, my T-800 into a uh, Mr. T-800. So it's Mr. T as the, you know, as the AI and start von Schwarzenegger. So, uh, you know, that to me, that was hilarious.
0: Yeah, we're we're planning on releasing a behind the scenes video to showcase just like all the different tactics that everyone uh, used and use all the stuff that's in Discord, all the like process, uh, the making of, so that people can see, like, look, no, people didn't just press a button and this came out of it. Like, people really put a lot of thought into this, a lot of uh, a lot of craft into this. Like Abel, like he said, he built cardboard sets and props to make his scene. You know, so. Um, I, I bought a, a whole leather outfit and a cop uniform for my scene. You know, like like I dressed up like, like the T-800 and the T-1000 to make my scene. And I went out in a green screen and I shot it traditionally. So it's not just pressing a button. It's not just, you know, it's not that easy. It still takes a lot of craft, a lot of work to do these things. And I think that we're going to showcase that again with the behind the scenes video, just to, so people can know. Again, this is what this whole project is about. It's all about showcasing the art form, showcasing artists, and really showing Hollywood, being like, look, like, AI is a tool, right? Like, it's just a tool. It's not this one and done thing. It makes everything easier, which, by the way, I am all for because visual effects artists are some of the most overworked artists in the industry right so if if there is something that helps them why not like like embrace it you know even writers writers are like no offense to writers but like a lot of them are not happy <laughs> you know like it takes a lot of effort a lot of brain power a lot of fatigue right to to write you know and and if there's something out there that makes your job like that much easier embrace it you know like i think that I, I'm going to get a little, like, uh, I'm going to get a little bit on my soapbox here. But essentially, like, I really love where the WGA landed on their negotiations. You know, I'm, I'm here in, in, the, in the heart of it. I'm in Hollywood. So I'm really affected by the strikes and everything. So um, I support the strikes, by the way. Um, but I really, I really do appreciate, like, where the negotiations landed. So where the strikes landed is essentially that AI is not the author of the thing that you're asking it to help you with which I love, right? There still needs to be a human behind it. And that's what we learned with this project. Same with the sag after, right? Like we're not trying to replace actors here. Um, We did make a movie without actors. However, I look at this, this whole, even the whole space, AI space as a, a whole brand new medium, right? It's not traditional film. It's not animation. It's a new thing. You know, when film was first invented, People emulated place, stage place, right? Because that's all they knew. Right now, what we're doing is we're emulating traditional film. We'll probably see this art form evolve into something completely different. And then we're going to start realizing that this is an entirely new medium. You know, like I, I, I can't say that this film that we're making is going to compete with a traditional film in any, any way. You know, it's, it's not a traditional film. It's its own thing. So personally, I don't think that Hollywood has anything to worry about. I think that Hollywood should embrace it. We should put restrictions, which are, are, are already in place, so that people don't take advantage of others. But I think it's a beautiful thing. I think it, it, it makes working a lot easier. It makes you get to the thing faster. A, the process makes the whole process flow much easier. Um, And that's what this whole project is about. It's about showcasing all of that.
2: I think you could be the most experienced Hollywood director, the most experienced writer, VFX artist, cinematographer, editor. When you watch this film, you're going to pick up and learn something from someone who just recently picked up the skills that you're a master at. And you're going to see the potential. And if you're not uh, a a craftsman of of film or visual storytelling, well, you'll definitely be inspired by it and you'll embrace it. So, just to give you an example, um, I mentioned earlier how writing for comedy or for parody was one big challenge for, for other creators. But, well, you know, ChatGPT makes it easy. You know, you can easily go to ChatGPT and say, hey, I want to make a parody version of Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Can you give me some ideas? List 10 ideas of what I can do with these, with the main characters. And ChatGPT will do it for you. Now, these ideas are not the best ideas, but it's a great place to start. Right, it's a great place. And another, another thing that I love that we did earlier, earlier before we started doing the scenes, uh, we started asking for it to do uh, a breakdown. I, I asked ChatGPT to give me a breakdown of all the props, of all the cars, of all the iconic things in the film, and it did just that. You know, I didn't have to go watch the movie and jot everything down. Oh yeah, they have this semi truck here. That you know, they have this. Oh, this car is this model. No, ChatGPT knew that information already. It was this this year, this model you know, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was wearing this, this leather jacket, this brand, boom, 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 boom. So I had this list that I can just kind of play off from, you know, in parody form. Um, So as a writer, that's, that's amazing. Like what you can cut your research by like more than half. Wow. And you can actually start focusing on the thing that you love. And I think You know, this is also something that even animators will take advantage of. Like, if you really start digging into what animators actually do, you'll see that it's not as inspiring as you think. There's a lot of labor, right? Although we're now like in, you know, computer generated still, it's a lot of work rotoscoping, animating key frame by frame by frame. Like, the animator didn't get into animation for that. You know, they want to bring things to life. They want to tell a story. And I think with AI now will help you tell the story and the technology is only going to get better.
1: Well, I love what them said about um, just from our imagination to vision is like all you need with AI. And, you know, something that was said on another interview that Marshall McLuhan had said something about every old medium feeds the new medium uh, from stage to Movies and TV, um, so I'm really excited. You know, once we get past the just replicating what we know of film and video now, like what's next? You know, what's over that horizon? Which is is really exciting uh, to think about. Um, well, I know we could keep going on and on, and I'm so excited to to see the film once it comes uh, comes out and is released and streamed online. Um, one thing that I like to ask all of my guests before a uh, sign off is: if you want our viewers and listeners to remember one thing from our conversation today or from the um, our T2 remake project, uh, what what is that one thing that you want them to remember?
3: I'll jump in first. I, I would say as a someone who just got into AI art last year and creating uh images first and then video and now music, I, I would say that yeah, this is a whole new opportunity for our generation to, you know, start doing a lot more with less and and like you said, Sway, it's not the nitty gritty of animating one frame to the next. That is why an animator gets into it. They usually want to showcase a story or show some creative art. And that's, that's what I got out of this project is I, I learned a lot of skills that, um, I can now take on to, you know, tell more stories and, and show more videos and create more. So I think this is a huge opportunity and time for everybody. For me, it's, um,
2: kind of echoes what 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 ben says is that there are tools now ready available for you to tell your stories Um, and i and i like to kind of approach it from this angle i i i suffer a lot with with dyslexia so with reading and writing and tools like chat gpt I'm very visual, very kinetic. I just like being hands on. And um, I've done many stories where I'm just kind of writing on the fly and just generating images on the fly, videos on the fly. It, that really helps me, you know, pre visualize, pre write, you know, rather than sit here with my arms crossed crying and like, well, I don't know what, you know, what, like writer's block. Um, and the tools are there, you know, to help you with that. So uh, when, when you're feeling down and when you're feeling up, when you're feeling uninspired, I mean, it's just that is available at a click of a button and it'll just inspire you so much. So the tools are there and the, our, our, our T2 remake is just proof of that.
0: Yeah, I will just say that AI could be your friend. Embrace it. It will make your life easier. Simple
1: as that. Oh, it has been such a treat uh, getting to know all three of you and learning about the project I'm so excited uh, I'm so glad that you're doing a behind the scenes that was actually going to be one of my questions because that sounds like just a treasure trove of content and steps in that discord group that I'm sure a lot of people are just as interested seeing the the making of as the as the actual output uh, but congratulations I know that this was an ambitious project and you're so close to getting it over the finish line uh, so thank you all for kind of taking the charge jumping into the deep end showing us what's possible with AI and filmmaking and just for your time today um, and teasing uh, the film uh, when it comes out uh, so thank you so much for for being on creativity squared
0: thanks for having thank us for this having is, us. is yeah. so much fun thank, thank you Helen yeah, um, super excited it's really inspiring. thank you
1: And since this is our last episode uh, for the end of the year, happiest of holiday wishes for everyone who's listening. It has been a wild year for AI in my corner too. Um, I launched the podcast, which has been an amazing platform to meet amazing artists uh, like on today's show. And I'm so excited for all that's in store next year, just um, also to see amazing talent and where AI will take us. Um, So, but happiest of holiday and New Year's Wishes, and we'll see you in February of 2024. Thank you for spending some time with us today. We're just getting started and would love your support. Subscribe to Creativity Squared on your preferred podcast platform and leave a review. It really helps. And I'd love to hear your feedback. What topics are you thinking about and want to dive into more? I invite you to visit creativitysquared.com to let me know. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for our free weekly newsletter so you can easily stay on top of all the latest news at the intersection of AI and creativity. Because it's so important to support artists, 10% of all revenue Creativity Squared generates will go to ArtsWave, a nationally recognized nonprofit that supports over hundred arts organizations. Become a premium newsletter subscriber or leave a tip on the website to support this project and ArtsWave. And premium newsletter subscribers will receive NFTs of episode cover art and more extras to say thank you for helping bring my dream to life. And a big, big thank you to everyone who's offered their time, energy, and encouragement and support so far. I really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. This show is produced and made possible by the team at Play Audio Agency. Until next week, keep creating.